Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they try to keep me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they try to grind you down, the better I like Vancouver town. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vancouver Places. This is another one of our fun uh, morning episodes on actually, I've got Dave's honey in my tea and we're ready to go. So guys, we, what are we going to talk about this morning? We are going to talk about uh, the floating Chevron gas station in Coal Harbor, which can be easily viewed from, um, from Stanley Park or from the Western Bayshore. And it's a, it's a floating gas station. That's got to be, it's got to be one of the most photographed gas stations, I imagine. Well, um, it's a very unusual gas station in that um, it's floating. And, um, you know, you guys, both of you, Graham, you've been to a lot of um, sea, you know, ports, you know, you've been to probably yes. Portland and Seattle and San Diego. Have yeah. you ever, yeah. it's an unusual thing to have floating marinas that dispense gas. Have you ever seen, can you recall seeing another you, floating gas station? You know, the only time I actually can, can think of seeing another one is more likely on a lake somewhere. You know, when you've got oh, like a leisure yeah. boat, you've got a motorboat and there's like a marina and that's, that's not like this. This is, this is kind of, this is a big, uh, this is a floating gas station at sea, essentially. Well, right? yeah, I mean, I, I've never seen another, been to another city. I you know, usually go to a city and you, you check out the port. There's a restaurant down there. You walk along a seawall or a promenade. And um, most gas stations on the water dispense water from a dock that's attached to the land. You know, yeah. I'm sure many of our listeners are boaters and they might have pleasure crafts. They, of course, have to fill them up with fuel. And usually the marina where you moor your boat has gas that you can get before you go. Or, you know, that's the way it's done. But this is so unusual, you know? Yeah. You know what else is unusual about it is it's actually really, it's probably the most attractive gas station I think I've ever seen. I mean, it's, it's actually nice to stand uh, on the shore and look out at it. It's yeah. Pretty. Great advertising for Chevron. A friend of mine that uh, shortly after our book came out and it's, it's number 30 in 111 mm -hmm. places that you must not miss a book that Graham and I wrote about, about a year and a half ago now it was published about a year and a half ago. And after it came out, a friend of mine met me at a, a function and he comes up and goes, Dave, I saw the picture of that gas station, the floating gas station. Now, I know where I could park on the Stanley Park Seawall, but how is the hose long enough to get to my car? <laughs> I, I laugh my head off. Because of course that's a, not I, haven't, I actually haven't heard that one. That's, yeah, a, good that's one. a good one, actually. Yeah, but, but I do um, think, I don't know if you know anything about this, Dave, but I always thought that they should have put the Olympic rings on, on top of that. Well, Mike and I, and you were just talking before, before we turned the mic on, and um, you know, it was great advertising during the Olympics. But, the, but before we get onto that, the, the, there was a barge that was brought in with the Olympic rings. Oh, in, in oh was it? Was it? Yeah. I, I missed I, that. I, I didn't know wow. that, actually. Really? No, it was more behind I guess I should have got out of the office more. <laughs> the tra near the Trade and Convention Center, there was a floating barge that had the iconic five rings on them. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah, wow. that, was, that was yeah, and then the floating the gas station. Mike was just telling me what were you tell during the Olympics the gas station, um, the Chevron. Yeah, yeah. So um, Dave, you like so I when I worked at the marathon, and you know someone from uh, Chevron as well. She worked in sponsorship. Um, she had told me she had told me the story about how they got so much. They were not a sponsor of the Olympics, but because it was always floating out there. And like, you know, NBC and Fox and CBC or whoever was always recording from the um, what's the, like the convention center yeah. areas. And they were always shooting out with the mountains in the background. And this Chevron floating gas station was just sitting there in the background. And she was telling me the amount of just like just recognition that they got from just being there 
and just paying nothing. Just this uh, thing that's floating there. We don't spend like huge, I'm huge amounts of money. I'm surprised the IOC wasn't there with masking tape to cover up the Chevron. <laughs> but, um, I live, as you guys know, I live on a floating barge. So barges have a, a place in my heart. And this one, you know, let's get the, the facts out of the way. Um, you know, it was built in, it was built like a long, long time ago when there was, there was four other barges there. That's what makes it like, it's unusual, oh. but there was a time in 1984 where there were four altogether. Um, today, just the one remains, but there, I remember as a kid, uh, that one first dropped anchor in 1935. And by the time, 84, yeah, yeah. And by the time oh. 84 rolled around, there, there was four of them, but in the fifties, it was known as gasoline alley. And there was a Texaco, hmm. a home gas, an SO and a shell. And, um, you know, so imagine going down there and seeing four floating gas stations. And that was really, I mean, you'll find pictures of Vancouver from that period that, that show four and maybe for a while, there might even have been five for a short period of time. But um, just iconic Vancouver imagery. Why would you need five floating gas stations? What? So that's, the, that was the question I was going to ask is what is the purpose of, is it, is it the flow? Is it the flow plane? No, no, oh no! It's it, it doesn't fill float planes. It fills. Oh, it really? Fills, That's literally. I always thought it was the float plane. No, no, the float planes fill up at Harbor Air. It fills commercial and recreational vessels. That um, it's a very busy. There we go. I had no idea. I but literally. One, you think that plane. one or two would suffice? Um, and we had done another episode on the nine o'clock gun where we talked about because this is directly across from the nine o'clock gun, and we talked about in the sixties. Some kids or some you know, hooligans put rocks in the nine o'clock gun. So when it discharged, it blasted the rocks and it blasted out one of the signs. I don't know which which um, which bar. I love that story, and yeah. that's why that there's UBC a cage students? around the gun. Is yeah. that that's right? And, and didn't the, the UBC yeah. students steal the nine o'clock gun one time? Was like engineering students stole it or something? Ah, oh, gosh, you, I that was a, that was an old tour guide right. story I used to tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whether it's true or not doesn't matter. But it's yeah, a yeah. it was tour guide right. facts. Didn't matter. Yeah, so this one was built um, in uh, Alaska and oh. barged down here. Yeah. Wow. Huh. And uh, it came um, in January of 2010, just in time for the Olympics. I guess that the executives at Chevron, they realized that there was an opportunity. We're going to get a nice brand new barge in time for the Olympics, make sure the signage looked great, looks modern, and maybe we'll get some TV shots, as, uh, as Mike suggested. And uh, Graham, you, you like to ask trivia questions. How many million liters of fuel do you think it dispenses a year? How many millions of liters? Millions? Of fuel? millions, millions I wouldn't have even guessed it was millions. Of millions. Yeah, I yeah, I wouldn't have It even... says it's capable of dispensing this. It doesn't capable. say... Wow, I would, I would just uh, ten. Yeah, you're fifty. It's got to be capable of dispensing fifty million liters of. That would be a big gas bill. Like when you pull up the <laughs> Queen that, Mary and say, "I'll have fifty million liters." It's capable of that. That yeah. really, I'm, I'm surprised because when I look at it, it looks to me like one of those sort of mom and pop uh, gas stations. You know, like Only it's floating. Get, it looks like if it, if it wasn't floating, it looks like the sort of place you could drive up to and you know, I don't know, get a bag of uh, beef jerky and some old Dutch potato chips and fill her up and be on your way. I mean, it looks like a corner yeah. store with a screen door in the summer, but uh, that's a lot of gas that they put well, through that's there. Well, that's a lot. That's There's, a major concern. You can imagine <laughs> spillage being, um, you know, you don't want to get a drop of that gas in, in the coal harbor. And, um, you know, this one, it is built to last for another 50 years. And, hmm. um, you know, it's called, it has a name. It's like a ship. It's called the Chevron Legacy. 
Never. And I'd imagine the people at Chevron are very proud of it because it's so unusual. And uh, I would imagine that um, the you know the city city council and people the, the Harbor Authority that regulate this type of thing they just it's it's there for good. I I can't see it going away. It's almost a part of Vancouver. I think they're you think yeah, there might be an outcry if they moved it. You know, yeah. the, which is the exact opposite. You know, because why would you want a gas station in the middle of your harbor floating? It, but it fits in. Yeah, in my mind, it's a heritage building. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I know it's yeah. floating, but it, it does seem it. Yeah, it would be weird for Vancouver not to have that floating gas station. I've wondered how many photos it has just turned up in like people because it's just like you. It's Ten million. Stanley Park. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> fifty million. One for Same each amount leader. as the yeah. leader. It's capable of fifty million. Yeah, it's capable of fifty million <laughs> photographs of Vancouver. <laughs> but yeah, I imagine like it must be in so many photos because like like on the seawall, all over the place by the the Harry Jerome's. Like it's just there. It's just in so many photos of Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, it is, and uh, and 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 the really interesting thing is if you if you Google floating gas stations or you Google gasoline alley Vancouver, you'll come up with a shot of four or five signs like that uh, floating side by side, and uh, it's still perplexing to me when Vancouver was half the size that we needed four or five floating gas stations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also think it's kind of there's some poetic justice too that it's in Coal Harbor. I mean, that's kind of neat. The gas station Coal Harbor. Yeah. I don't know. But it's also one of the uh, the last places you can get gas in Vancouver. Like I think downtown Vancouver, I think has one gas station left. For cars, you mean? For cars, there yeah. are less and less gas stations um, every every year, for sure. But yeah. um, we're, uh, we're we're straying from the topic of the floating gas station. That's true. We're floating blown. away. The conversation is floating <laughs> away. I'm still just blown away that it's not for the float plans. I, for the entire time I've lived here, just thought it was for full plans, and I. Cannot believe that it's not. Well, Mike, that's why we're here. Set the record straight. Learning new things all the time. <laughs> on that point, do you guys have any last remaining floating thoughts on the floating gas station? <laughs> it's a bad joke. Oof. Bad <laughs> joke. You I know, I still got to prepare for these more. Dave, uh, what's your final thought? Well, my I think of one. No, it's not news. I'm, well, I'm just thinking uh, and, and challenging my our listeners to think. Like I've uh, from time to time, I don't have a pleasure craft or a boat, but I, I've been invited out with friends that have boats. I'm just trying to think if I've ever filled up there. I mean, I would like I would I would like to do that. I would like to go on someone's boat and fill up there and walk around it and talk to the guy that runs it. I I don't think I have. It's always been something I viewed from far away. First, we did the research for our book, but um, you know that's on my bucket list. Go up there and say yeah. fill her up. We're uh, five dollars worth of regular, please. That's great. That's my my final thought is when you figure out how to do that, call me. Okay, because we'll I'm, I'm right. coming along. Yeah. All right. Okay. So on that note, if you do have a boat, make sure you give Graham a call uh, <laughs> and head out to the floating gas station in the middle of Coal Harbor. I was gonna usually I tell you how to get there, but literally you can see it from everywhere in Vancouver. Go downtown. Go to the state park. Take whatever. a left at the nine o'clock gun and head towards uh, Lionsgate Bridge. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just look look around. Next time you're downtown Vancouver, you'll see it. Can't miss it. But yeah, if you do have a boat, give Graham a call and head out there and let's let's help people check things off their bucket list. But make sure that you always come back next week and uh, learn about the new things in what am I saying? What's my line here? Make sure that you come back British next Columbia, week. Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yeah. Dave, you want to finish this one off? No. <laughs> <laughs> come back next week and learn uh, learn more about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. We'll see you next time.